Hello, it's Natalia Lloyd and welcome to my podcast, Beehive Household. As part of my interior design business, my first chat with my clients is a deep dive into their lifestyle and daily routines to be able to understand how they use their homes. And this is where the idea for this podcast came from. So subscribe and listen to find out about the daily routines of my extraordinary guests, their mindset, their choice of interiors, but most importantly, how their life at home sustains their success and much, much more. I rarely get nervous before my interviews now, but this time I was speaking to one of the best known TV personalities and business women in Russia. And those who follow me know that this is where I am from as well. So talking to this guest, I was completely starstruck as I've been following her journey for many years. And it was very, very special to have this informal, relaxed conversation with her from the comfort of our respective homes. So my guess is the stunning Victoria Bonya. Born and raised in Siberia, Victoria moved to Moscow for an accounting and later a TV and radio journalist degrees. But the universe had bigger plans for her. Pursing her modeling career on the side, she became Miss Earth in 2001 and is often called the Russian Angelina Jolie due to a staggering similarity to the Hollywood actress. Celebrity status followed when Victoria took part in the longest-running reality TV show in history, Dom 2, broadcast in Russia and nearby republics. Following that, she became one of the most sought-after TV and events presenter, brand ambassador and TV entertainment show participant, who also appeared in multiple movies and musical videos. In 2018, Victoria established her own fashion brand, Victoria Jeans, created her jewellery line for the brand Roberta Bravo, and most recently released a small range of long-lasting lipsticks. She's been brand ambassador for brands like Carla Ramello, Tom Farr, Jacob Co., Daniel Benjamin, Roberta Bravo, and many others. Today, Victoria lives in Monaco with her daughter Angelina, who she is raising with her former partner, businessman Alexander Smurfit. I must say that this is one of the most intriguing interviews I've had to date. So, with no further ado, I give you Victoria Bonia. It's, um, it's hard to describe, but I'm like completely starstruck right now because I was, if I was to drop, this cool kind of like a podcast kind of host look I'd be jumping up and down right now like a little girl because of all the excitement and joy for having Victoria Bonia herself on Beehive Household podcast thank you so much for Thanks coming to the show from my body. <laughs> that's a good sign I know for you it's a good sign yeah. and thank you so much for coming to the show and for being so generous with your time because not um I mean, I've, I've had so many guests of different um, popularity, different heights, and you deal with all sorts of characters and people play hard to get and all these games that they do. And I just really appreciate how straightforward you were. You were just, okay, let's do it. This is the time. This is when I'm available. Okay, this is, doesn't work. Let's do this. And you committed to it and you're here. And I, I, I'm genuinely appreciative of this. There's not many people. Why it was so easy? Let me just explain to you. I am actually now practicing to do things today 
what you can do today, not pushing for tomorrow. I'm actually very bad right. at that. Yeah, I just told myself I have to do everything I want to do today. So, and uh, it's like it's kind of like to something new for me as well. And that's why it was easy. I was like, I have to do it, even though I was tired. I got up like at seven six forty five in the morning. You know, took my daughter to school and all of that stuff. So, but I was like, no, I'm not going to push it for tomorrow. I'm going to do it today because I can do it today. So this is a good way to practice also to be more productive in your life. I'm, I'm lucky then. This is it. <laughs> I am just lucky to be in that moment when you decided to do exactly that. <laughs> so being from Russia myself, I know that Victoria Bonia is bigger than life there and everyone knows you. And if anyone doesn't know you, they would have heard something about you. So you are also one of the most beautiful women in Russia and often compared to... Angelina Jolie, which I know you don't like. So can you please share why? It's not that I don't like. I I have to say my sister's name is Angelina. So right. when I was a little kid and, and, and her, we were discussing that two beautiful names, which is Victoria and Angelina, probably the most beautiful in, in, in the world. So we promised each other that we're going to name our daughters after each other and um luckily we had daughters me and her so she she named her daughter victoria and i named my angelina so and everybody thinks because i was compared a lot to angelina jolie that i named my daughter after her okay and i was like this is nothing has nothing to do with with that lady and uh she's beautiful she's gorgeous but her energy is not my energy. So it's not that I don't like that. It's just like, I would love to be compared with Jennifer Lopez. Like she's this like kind of woman that I want to look like and like the energy that she she has, you know, to me, she's she's like, wow. So, mm-hmm. and uh, that's what, yeah, that's what, uh, what is it about and nothing else. Actually, I, I had people in London, Heathrow, they were running after me. They're like, oh my God. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, especially like 10 years ago. And I was wearing the sunglasses, um, I think avi- Aviator, the, the classic yes. ones. Yeah. So and they were like, or I would go to some store and they were like, oh my God, I thought it was Angelina. I like, came into the store. I was like, no, that was, that's me. That's my, she's my sister. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's she's beautiful she's gorgeous uh it's just like people think that i'm obsessed with her but uh honestly i saw once a magazine and on the cover of the magazine was a woman and i looked at it i was like oh my god is it my mom when she was younger oh wow and then i realized it was angelina's julie mom our mom looked alike how interesting i didn't know that i was like wow like dark hair, long hair. Like my mom was gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous when she was like younger and back then. And wow. And they all look like, yeah. So like same kind of funny. It could be somewhere, you know, the genes may have, you know, maybe (laughs) maybe distant relative, who knows? But you are really big on the energy. You're right. The the vibe. And I think what Angelina Jolie, particularly now, I think when she was younger, she was a bit of a different um, different kind of person, but now there's a bit of a coldness, isn't it? And you are everything about warmth and joy and 
you know, being yourself, is that what J-Loy for you or what is the energy for you? If we are going to speak a little bit more about Angelina, I think she was self-destroying herself. Like she was, she was that woman who was so beautiful, so gorgeous, but she couldn't find a peace in herself. I think so. What I've heard from like being young, doing this, uh, uh, harming herself, doing tattoos. And uh, to me, that's not the energy I'm actually uh, attracted to. And uh, Jennifer is... That's the fire. That's the woman like I was like, wow, I saw her once in uh, in Paris at uh, George Song Hotel. I came to her, I was like, oh my God, I love you so much. I needed to tell her. <laughs> uh, she made me learn English and I didn't know how to speak English in 2000, like 20 years ago. So I was watching her interviews. Um, there was a DVD. Back then it wasn't really much on YouTube. Maybe there was no YouTube at all. And mm-hmm. uh, I had her DVD and she was, telling her like there was music videos and a little bit of interviews. So, and I was listening carefully to every single word and she made me learn English. And I told her like, you know, you inspired me and you actually made me learn English. She's like, thank you. She was, she was really cute. She's so, so. cute. She's, there's definitely um, so much charisma that comes from her Yeah, and something that you definitely have in you. <laughs> we all um, have. We all have to some extent. I think we either own it or, yeah, or forget to own it. So it happens. And celebrating your incredible success now, I want to talk a little bit about your starting point. So you come from a very humble background. You often share your, um, with your subscribers the stories and the pictures of your life in the little town of Krasnokamensk in the far east of Russia. So can you describe what your home looked like and what your life, home life was like back then, please? Uh, I think my parents moved there when um, the city was just building. So it was brand new city. And uh, they came there to, um, to get some work. I think they were mining um, uranium there. So it was, yeah, it was, it was a lot of radiation though, but uh, also they paid a lot of money and all the young people would come there, build a family there and settle there. So when I was having my childhood, like let's say three, four, five years old, it was very safe. It was close city. Not everybody could come there, I believe. So it was, it was nice. It was enough for a little child, but it was so small that you can walk across like 15 minutes by foot, you know, walking one way and 25 another way. And um, it was a beautiful life. Uh, even though we stayed a lot at home with my sister, she's two, Angelina, she's two years older than me, mm-hmm. alone, home alone, because my mom was working a lot and she uh, divorced with uh, my father when I was two. And uh, so my grandma was there, but she was also working. And there was a days when we would kind of like maybe even nights. I don't remember, but we would spend alone in wow. uh, in our apartment. Yeah, we had a neighbor, uh, Tatiana. So she was taking care of us. You know, she would come and she would uh, just check on us if we are fine. And the grandma would come. She would cook something for two days. 
So we would have that food. Like it was really, we were building ourselves at the age of three, when I was three and five. And um, yeah, it was hard, but uh, at the same time was kind of, kind of like beautiful in a way that it was very safe and uh we we could just explore the city and uh, especially when i was five and six i would just go and do the grocery myself this sounds crazy you know? now isn't it just try to no, send your daughter <laughs> you know what like i live in monaco now and monica is very safe and my daughter today first time after lunch break went to the school alone herself she's like mom i want to try you know just let me just take me to the elevator up to the elevator and it's like four or five minutes walk i was like okay you can do that because i was doing it when i was six seven we were just three (laughs) forget six seven if when I was three, I, I wasn't really uh, kind of like good at the locations. I remember I got lost just behind my building. I, I went, I was, remember I was crying. Ah! And then one guy was <laughs> like, why are you crying? I was like, I lost my home. He was like, where are you living? I remember the name of the, of the, uh, my, my building. And he just took my hand and he walked me around. <laughs> right around, yeah. So, um, uh, but when I was five, six, I was already good. I knew where is the shop. I knew where is my grandma. So I knew the city, but little by little you learn. And um, yeah, it was, uh, it was, you know, simple life, Soviet Union time. Before the, the, um, the Soviet Union collapsed, it was quite nice, I have to say. Quite safe, uh, isn't it? Yeah, 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 and then the life has changed a lot, and yeah. then it wouldn't save anymore. And then, and then it was even scary when I look back and think what I went through. Yeah. Wow. So you pretty much grew up independently by yourself, looking after your sister. Your sister looking after you. This she was the adult. Adult. She was even called my daughter, like she was calling me, you are my daughter. Even now she's calling me, uh, Docha, like a child. Yeah. So she helped a lot to, yeah, to, for, for me not to be alone. And I, I guess I helped her also to get busy. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine. And now you live in picturesque Monaco. I mean, yeah. you can't. You know, you can't even get to more different environments, to different locations. What do you love the most about your home now? And what would you like to change? I uh, love everything. Uh, when I moved here 10 years ago, I was pregnant. So my, my husband, ex-husband was from Monaco. I met him in Moscow. He told me, I won't be able to live in Moscow. So since you're pregnant, we decided to have a child, to have a family. He was like, let's go to Monaco. And that was the place where he grew up and he has a Monaco passport. So my daughter is Monica. She also holds a Monaco passport. So, and I, I didn't even think twice. I, I was like, okay, I, I want, you know, my daughter to live in a good environment. Yeah. In terms of, even in terms of weather and, and the air, you know, you've been to Moscow. It smells like garage. It smells like uh, <laughs> outside. Moscow yeah. is amazing in its own yeah, it way, is, it is but funny. it's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but raising a child there in this darkness, which is nine months a year, 
it's quite hard. Even in Siberia, where I grew up, we always had sunny days and it was very, very cold, but it was always sunny. You see the blue skies and it's important. You see the sun. I remember one funny story. When I moved, when I was 16, I moved to Moscow mm -hmm. after like two years of being in Moscow. I completely forgot how, how is the weather. And so I called my neighbor, Tatiana, the, the woman who was like <laughs> babysitting us. Right. And I was already like 18. I called her and I asked her like, how is the weather? She's like, oh, it's nice and warm. And it was February. I was like, oh yeah, how warm it is. <laughs> she goes, oh, minus 20. I was like, oh gosh, I forgot that's, that minus that's hot. 20. <laughs> yeah so i have to say i'm not about like i'm not complaining about the coldest it's it, i love when it's cold when you go to the mountains because you see the blue skies you see the colors but yeah. Moscow is completely different it's get it's get dark and gray skies for nine months and that's a little bit like difficult you don't get any sun any i don't know any colors so and so when i moved here I realized that it was very slow for me because I was working a lot. I gave up a lot of like my projects, but I told myself, this is a new step and I have to sacrifice for my family and this and that. And after three years of being here, I realized that I won't be able to live there anymore. So uh, the peacefulness, the the weather, the, 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 even the sound of nature. I don't know. Now, now we have some cars passing by, but mostly you hear uh, the sea, you hear the bird, birds, like you hear the nature. Yeah. And, um, and it, it, we have like some roosters. I thought it's a dog. No, now it's a dog, but in the morning, you in the oh, morning. Right. You hear from, Waking yeah. you up. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a it, countryside. This, <laughs> <laughs> and uh i started loving it and i have to say i get used to it and uh, i won't give it up for anything i mean sun and and, and sea yeah. i now i understand why people want to live by 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 the ocean by the sea <laughs> it's a completely different recharge isn't it and waking up with the view that you wake up to because you live in, in the London, mountain. it's also dark. We moved, we tried to you, move to London. You did, you yes. You you briefly came to London. It was a couple of years ago, wasn't it? Yeah, exactly. It was, it was very fast-paced. <laughs> we came, we moved there. Um, my daughter went to the French school, Lycée Français, in 2019. But I realized that I was getting so tired, uh, much more than here, because you have to generate the, your own light and sun with your energy because here you wake up you already have a sun and like beautiful energy is like you surrounding you so london is as dark but you still see the blue skies every day even though it's raining you will still see somehow a little sun a little blue skies yeah. moscow is completely different so yeah it didn't work <laughs> we came back <laughs> just because of the weather my daughter she's like mom please let's never go back uh, when we start really yeah, during the quarantine, uh, during the lockdown, she said, Mom, please, let's never go back. And I just listened to her. I was like, maybe she's right. You know, there is, there is, there is, it's difficult. It's, it's, when she's going to grow up, maybe she'll go to the university. Maybe she moved to London one day. I love London. I love London. But it was difficult for her. So I decided to come back. How interesting, because I've, I've never thought about, you know, that, we work here to generate our own light and sunshine. It's a very good way oh, yeah. of putting it, actually. Um, 
it's better than in Moscow, 100%, but it's kind of like borderlines with two seasons, spring and going into autumn and then spring again. So it's just never too cold, never too hot, but we we get an odd odd good you have couple of weeks parks you can walk around you know it's like it's not like moscow you get dirty you can't even step because your yeah. shoe gets dirty you know you know what i mean when it's uh, snowing uh london is clean it's beautiful uh, it's it's lovely but not as beautiful as, <laughs> as, as what i <laughs> <laughs> yeah. okay Be- yeah because it, it was at the time i think it felt like Maybe you came here to just sort out some sort of a private matter and then go back and was never actually feeling like settling in permanently. But it was the weather, wasn't it? For her, yes. I I, I believe also to get a new friends in the school. She was already like going second year in school. And I I looked back and I realized that she was spending most of the time alone at home and that's really you know sad for me to see my daughter she was doing school and then she was doing gymnastics but then she comes home for a couple hours before she goes to bed she's sitting in her room alone you know and i was like i don't want her to to feel that lonely here she has grandma she has a father and uh she has friends and she's familiar with the place and it's safe. You know, she can walk alone. <laughs> Today for the first time, that's <laughs> done. She can now walk alone. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> well, yeah, that this whole walking alone, alone, it's just a completely different matter. I think it's, um, I don't think I would ever let my children walk alone. 18-year-old, I would still be somewhere in the bushes hiding behind <laughs> <laughs> Where are they going? So at this time of the interview, you have a staggering 8.3 million subscribers on Instagram. In 2019 and 2020, Forbes magazine named you as one of the 15 wealthiest bloggers in Russia. Now, a lot of celebrities who choose to be very active on social media, they share a lot about their life. But at the same time, they say, oh, people think they know me, but they really don't because, you know, people watch the stories and stuff. How would you describe yourself? Do your followers get to know the real you or the online persona is a little bit different to who you are in real life? I don't think I, I can say that I'm playing a role on my social media. I'm sharing a bit of my life, not everything, of course, but um, uh they know me since a very long time and I mean, especially people who know me for more than 10 years right when yeah. i started my career on tv so i was doing a lot of um kind of like live videos back then it was tweet comes it wasn't it wasn't even was it didn't exist but so i would always go on or youtube conversations so they would always ask me questions and we would chat for like an hour Mm. And people were so like, especially celebrities in Russia, they were like, why would you do that? Like, you're just wasting your time with the people. I was like, I'm not wasting my time. This is my people. I want to share. I want to, you know, get to know them. And I was always very close to the audience that I had. And um, so they, they know me, but some people, they hear something about me. They heard that someone said something or you know some like little gossip, by little gossip, yeah. 
Yeah, some gossip, some really, yeah. something that I didn't even say, I never say. So they yeah. come to the conclusion and they think they know who I am and they probably sometimes call me crazy uh, because they heard something. <laughs> and yeah, so, and I'm a very peaceful person, you know, it's not like I'm going to be fighting with people, but at the same time, I would never let anybody to... Um, um, offend you or just yeah yeah i would say yeah yeah yeah. just you know never let anybody to kind of like make fool of me or uh present me not in a nice way i would always you know i'm open to the conversation and i i I, i'm ready to explain you know whatever they heard which is the latest thing i'm going to explain to you what i'm talking about so when the uh pandemic started Mm -hmm. so i was talking a lot about how safe that would be for us and why actually was they were scaring trying to scare us and uh we didn't know any information what's going on right so i was just saying you know now it's going to be pandemic and then it's going to be uh vaccinations and you don't know what what it made from i never say that don't do it or do it, you know, but yeah. they came to the conclusion that I already said it's not good. So they kind of like twisting your words and then they trying to f- make you look, I don't know. If... Well, that's, that's the, that's what yeah. media does, isn't it? It's just clickbait. Yeah. Right. Headlines. So uh, I got a lot of like feedbacks from people, especially from, not from my, my audience. And they were like, oh, she's, she doesn't even know what she's talking about. So it's always been like that. And then when they ask me for the interview, I come there and explain to them my point. And they're like, oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, yeah, you should think. And especially, uh, okay, I don't want to speak about any politics, but... it's like dark dark subject (laughs) yeah yeah so um yeah that's that that there is two ways people know me and people think that they know me so yeah how interesting so how how do you deal with all the polarity of opinions about you and ultimately you know you, you as a public figure have to deal with a lot of hate how do you grow that thick skin how can you just you're like, okay, this is, you know, separating that from yourself. How do you stay this calm, you know, peaceful, enjoyable? And how do you remain J-Lo? <laughs> it's you know? to, to the audience, because um, in Russia, if you are 30 years old, it means that you already old. So this is Russian. Mentality. <laughs> we have to explain that to people because I'm sure there is a lot, a lot of people who doesn't even know Russian mentality. So okay. if you're 25 and you're not married, it's like, wow, something is wrong with you. <laughs> 40, you have no kids? Like, oh my God, nobody needs you. So I'm 40, 41 now. So, and then uh, I am single mom. So I also get a lot of, oh, you're already old. She's old. She's like, nobody needs her. So this kind of like things may affect women's minds because I don't care what they say. I know, you know, who I am. I know what I want in this life. I know how much attention I get from men. Uh, if, if if I wasn't married, I never was married, actually. So we, we, uh, we never get married with my ex we call okay. husband and wife okay. each other. But anyways, it doesn't mean that nobody proposed me. And they trying to kind of like make you look and feel uh, old, 
nobody needs you, all these type of things. When I tell this to the people from US or people like even French people. Oh, even like, in no, the UK. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's unheard like, no of. Mm-hmm. Are you serious? Because in America, 30, 40, you still baby girl, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So I started to bring that uh, a little bit to Russia. And I started to tell them, like, like, ladies, if you're 30, 40, you're not old. You have all your life ahead. You can um, succeed. You can study until, like, 30. You make your own business. You feel that you today you are the independent and then you can build a family so what they do is that they start to build a family not even finish university like they already have oh, a yeah, kid yeah, yeah. Yeah. Two, and then they send it to the mom uh grandparents <laughs> to look after them yeah and then they divorce at the age of 25 and and the whole life is finished so i was trying <laughs> to change that a little bit and little by little i have to say uh it start work uh in a different way now so when I hear all this stuff, it just make me feel um, sad for people. Imagine if somebody says something mean or uh, something trying to hurt you. Mm. Imagine how much pain they have inside of them. I know, I know. Share it. So I yeah. always say that, guys, don't even take it personally because this is not about you. This is about people who are in pain and they need to share that pain. And uh, if you're happy, if you are satisfied with your life, you will never go and write something bad to anybody, right? I was always yeah. making an example about Abramovich. Abramovich, they call him. Like imagine mm-hmm. Abramovich go and type somebody like, yeah. how you are, oh, you have something like, you know? <laughs> when, yeah. when you're a successful person, you don't need to do that. Yeah. So it's only the people who need some attention and they, 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 that's, and instead of arguing with them, I prefer to give them some att- attention and they're like, Oh, do you actually give attention? Yeah. Wow. You know what sometimes they do like, Oh, I'm sorry. This is not me. This is my child type to do like, oh. text it. <laughs> you know, like, they just need a little love when you give a little love. And then they, you know, they just, they're like, Oh my God. Remember yeah. the movie Wally, uh, that the cartoon Wally, yeah. Uh, when we were living in a spaceship and like just drinking and looking at the computer, and then all of a sudden it got broken. They woke up like, oh my god! Mm-hmm. So it's important for people, mm-hmm. for me, that uh, people would feel that love, and that would probably make them feel kind of like awaking a little bit. Yeah, hundred percent. I think I think love is such a strong and powerful weapon. And healing energy, yeah. This is yeah. the most healing energy, yeah. So healing energy, what, what is your connection? You, you mentioned energy a lot, and I feel it's through the Zoom screen, like <laughs> hitting me with the vibes. <laughs> what, how do you, how did your spirituality, because you, I mean, you're, so just to explain to the listeners, your um, key kind of like television career and popularity started when you, appeared on this longest running reality TV show in Russia called Dom Dva. I don't even know if they translated into English. House two. I don't know. Household House two. Number two, yes, yes. That's exactly Almost it. Yeah. And and it was back in 2006 when you appeared on it. So it's been now 15 years. So in the last 15 years, I mean you've been transforming 
everything, your mindset, your personal brand, your image, your, your looks, your spirituality. And it really shows and radiates. So what are your main go-to routines? What is the secret of Victoria Bonia? How do you, how, how do you look so great and feel so great? I think it's all, um, comes from the need of your heart. If you want to, uh, if you want to feel peaceful, if you want to be conscious, um, you start learning the path, you're taking the path to learn that, how to be that, that way. And um, thanks God, I, uh, when I came to that TV show, I remember I came with the book, it's called um, um, Carlos Castaneda, you know that, that book? Uh, he, he, he was oh, the writer, he was, he was going to Mexico to some shaman and he was trying, I believe it was peyote or something like cactus that was uh, opening his mindset and mind. yes. yeah, 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 yeah. And when I read about it, I was like, oh my God, my heart was bumping. I was like, this is the information I was looking for from the childhood when i was lying down next to my building in siberia in my little town i i looked in the skies in the dark skies like looking watching the stars and i didn't even know i was looking on the milky way so it's so bright the most beautiful skies actually the night skies i never seen anywhere i've traveled all over the world never that's seen right in siberia yes. how beautiful and how bright the stars are yeah. there yeah and i was Lying down, I was maybe nine, 10 years old after the school and it was already dark at 4 p.m. And I would like lie down and I would look at the stars and I was, I was feeling that there are cosmic family that I belong to. At back at back that time, there was no information. There was no internet. We couldn't read any books. There was nothing about it, but I felt it was my heart, but there is something. And I was always saying to myself, I need to find the door. I need to find the way how to connect in this physical body, being alive, but connect to my cosmic family. So when I read that, even now I have goosebumps all over my body. When I read this book, I was like, oh my God, that's it. That's exactly, I didn't know before. So that there was a plan that it can kind of like make you, um, I would say, leave your body and <laughs> travel into the spiritual world. Yeah. And um, so then I found a friend of mine. I was flying to, um, with my mom, we went to uh, um, Nepal mm -hmm. and I, Met a guy who was like, oh, we're going to do ayahuasca. So it was 10 years ago, exactly 10 years right. ago. And I, 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 my heart bumped again. I was like, ayahuasca, oh, that's exactly what I need. I just grabbed the guy. I was like, please, when you <laughs> take me there. And yeah. I know not many people want to share this because this is kind of like in some countries, they uh, consider it, uh, it, it as a drug. Some of them, they say it's, it's uh, something, it's not good. I'm not taking any drugs. I don't even take alcohol. I don't yeah. smoke. I don't take alcohol for uh, New Year's or birthday parties. So I'm totally sober person. And uh, actually, it came to me also a lot of knowledge with ayahuasca. So I, I, I tried the first time. I called my mom. I was like, mom, you want to do ayahuasca? She's like, of course I want to do it. Was so she? We went okay. Me and my mom, we went together for the is, first ceremony. This is, this is very interesting because usually, you know, it's, I think it's the Soviet, I mean, we're all products of the Soviet Union 
era of yeah. some kind. And I feel like particularly like parents, are, you know, in many ways are quite close-minded, you know, to those kind of experimental things. And I mean, I but she was, so yeah, she was, I, she was like, let's do it. Yeah, wow. yeah. She brought that book. I think the one I took with me to the show. So, um, and she knew about it. So I was like, mom, let's do it. So she, she, we came, we did it first time. I got the answer on the question that was bothering me when I was little child. Really? Sleeping in my bed, I was thinking the question that bothers me, <laughs> imagine being like 11, oh, 12 years old. And the question was like, if you squeeze all the universes together, it doesn't matter how big they are. I was like, okay, whatever. You squeeze them in a ball. Yeah. What is behind that black material? I was like thinking of that. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And like that question was like, really, that's how I was falling asleep. I was thinking and I was imagining, I was traveling in space. Imagine back then it was no information. I, oh, I'm going to repeat myself. So, and this is what I saw the first ceremony. What did you see? I saw that there is a light behind that all. So there is a light. There is a light which behind actually, the darkness. Yes, be, behind the the dark material, I would say, like which contains all these universes and everything and everything. It was just like I couldn't sleep for so many years. So many years. <laughs> the light called love. That light of love and of infinite love and and the creation of you know all this like spirits, the beautiful energy and everything. So, and that's how I started to learn by doing ayahuasca every year. So every year, once a year, I was doing ceremonies. And first first years, I was just flying, going uh, into the space. But then I started like flying and going inside of my kind of like soul and discovering myself. It gave me this um, stability, I would say, it gave me that sense that I started to feel conscious about everything. And uh, all the fears that I had, they disappeared. Even the fear of death, you know, it's the biggest fear that we have. And I have to say, I realized that it's it's it will come one day. And, uh, yeah, and it's uh, nothing to be scared about. It's just the transformation of you into the other kind of like non-material world so yeah. it's gonna just free your soul one day and i realized this is also beautiful it's a part of our life so and i start to see things completely different and um i stopped drinking i stopped smoking i stopped you know i just realized that i can be so conscious and so happy and um so grateful for the medicine teaching me so many things and i'm so happy that some celebrities are very open about it which is uh stink the singer is here okay yeah yeah he he tells his story like 20 years ago and him and his wife went to to brazil and they did i was first time in there and uh, you know it's not as people describe let's say a lot of when you google information about ayahuasca they say it's uh, hallucinations but mm, it's not because yeah. when you open your eyes everything is the same if you see the bottle, it's a bottle. So nothing is like transforming. Yeah. But you close your eyes, then when you start to see. So it's not the hallucinations, the visions. 
That's so right. he was describing, Sting was describing it exactly how we all see it when we do ayahuasca ceremony. So it can cure your any depression, it can cure any uh, addiction from heroin to alcohol. You can cure so many things. And now I understand right. why people want to hide it. I mean, not the people, but maybe the some they because they don't want cure asthma in one go you know you just take a, a shot of ayahuasca you do the ceremony and tomorrow you have no more asthma who needs that well, people it, need to be brave all your life so you know what i mean so i was like, the, the medical industry yeah yeah yeah, yeah. unfortunately yeah. Yes. well they said so, i mean ayahuasca just for 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 the listeners just for those who who, who don't know this? It it's it's South American, isn't it? The kind of ceremonial yeah, actually medicine. They 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 plant. They take two plants. One is the chacruna leaves, and another one is the ayahuasca tree. Mm-hmm. And ayahuasca tree has to be 15, 20, 25 years old. It has to be wise because when it's too young, then the plant you don't really like get the 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 good um, uh, the trip the, 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 the wealth, deep depths of the trip yeah? yes yeah so you have yeah. to learn something and it always teaches you something and so you don't get all the knowledges if it's too young so and uh, they 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 cook it on the open fire for twenty four hours as minimum I think big big like that so it comes in a little bottle. Like it looks like coffee, like dark, dark, um, smells like herbs. So you okay. take a shot and, uh, and so what it contains, magic begins. <laughs> so it contains the DMT, dimethyltryptamine, which already like we have, it, yeah. we already have it produce our brain produce DMT. And in the big doses, it produces the DMT when we are, uh, dying and we are born. So when we are transforming from one world to from, you know, spiritual to the material and from material to the spiritual back, you know what I mean? So when we sleep also, it contains a little bit of DMT. So what it does, the DMT, it kind of like, what they say is just kind of waking up some of the, the neurons, which are sleep. Yeah. And creates mature neuron connections so it's it's crazy what it does it can cure your dna it can yeah. really, really change your life yeah but you have to really uh, know where and who you're doing it with because it's a lot yeah. of a lot of people who are doing this fake uh, i was right. yeah. you don't know how to do it so you have to know and respect the medicine and you have to get the diet because if you don't, it's dangerous. You have to be clean from uh, uh, drugs, from uh, any sleeping pills, from uh, meat uh, for two weeks. And mm-hmm. then you go and you do the ceremony with big respect. It takes you maybe one. For me, it's one hour. It lasts only one hour. For people, up to five hours. For wow. me, it goes very quick. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, wow. And I, I mean, I love it as as a mother. Mother, they call it mother, mother ayahuasca. So yeah. it's a mother, which is giving you lots of lots of lots of lots of knowledges and lots of energy. Then you start like flying. Your your energy goes so high. Like during a year, you feel it. You become so productive, and you don't want to like touch anything. You don't want to smoke. You don't want to drink alcohol because it brings your energy down. So really. Yeah, yeah. This is amazing. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you. I mean, <laughs> you're sending some through. <laughs> I'm joking. I know no, when but... I when I speak about people like well, they want to try, so I know how to sell it. <laughs> no, I want I want people to be aware it exists, and I want people to be 
are very conscious when they do it, how they do it, why they do it. So uh, to to be safe. I think I think you're right, and it's. Um... I mean, the, the disclaimer, the big disclaimer is, is that there is an element of um, psychedelic in 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 the in this brew, um, and hence why in many countries, including the UK, it's deemed to be illegal. So huge but disclaimer. It's, it's, so we can go to Italy, we can go to Spain, Portugal, <laughs> like, here. We'll Maybe. always find a way around it. <laughs> Even it's dry for me, so and then it's legal, yeah. And then Peru, all, yeah. All, uh, 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 American Latin America, it's 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 part of the culture. It's not, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Legal. They're doing this for thousands of years. That's right. Years. And do you know what what is impressive is that you just you know, I mean, I know a lot of people that um, whether they are celebrities or um, or not that do. You, do you do ayahuasca and it gives them all sorts of benefits but not many people talk about it and you actually took it upon yourself because you know that you would attract a lot of hate because of I was this the person who was start speaking publicly about it in russia i mean what I, happens? I mean in it, russia is so conservative as well oh, like yes, to, to come out with something like this i mean yeah. victoria like oh you God, would... i got these messages like oh we're gonna sue her she's she's uh uh like she does propaganda with drugs and stuff like that i, I and i always say don't do it where is illegal never do it where is illegal never do it uh when you uh didn't it's dangerous so you have to make sure you did the diet you you make yeah. sure you you did everything that you need to do before that and uh, take responsibility on your shoulders because it's it's not a, it's not a like a fun journey you know it's it's a hard work that's why they call it spiritual work because it's not fun to do it when you do it i mean like it's even in the really, process yeah oh, yeah it gives you so much uh of your own fear that's the first thing like you get you face yourself and then you start to see who you are so you can't escape <laughs> you can't stop it you know so but uh when you when you do it consciously and think like that so uh it helps a lot in life to be kind of uh grounded and conscious and i don't know why people don't speak about it much when they do it but i'm not uh, i think you know, usually I don't speak about it, but when people ask me, then I have to kind of like mention it because this is yeah. a big part of my life when, 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 when it comes to the consciousness that I, I feel myself and there is nothing can really bring me down today. There is no information in this world that can bring me down. I'm ready to die any day. Even when pandemic started, I was like, oh, maybe we deserve it. Maybe we deserve the, to vanish away like half of the population because we're destroying the nature. And I say, I'm going to be the first one to, to die if we need to, just to save the nature. And then like they twisted my words in a way like, oh, she wants people to die. Die. I want them to feel how they harm the, the, the ocean, the animals, the forest. You know, this is this is. This is bad. We need to leave something for our kids, for their generations. And we're just destroying within 50 years planet like no one destroyed it before. Mm. And that's what I was uh, yeah, talking about. Yeah, but it, it will always be taken out of context, isn't it? So it's, it's bound to happen. Brave of yeah. you. 
brave of you to speaking speaking your truth and what you believe brave. in. Nothing to do with braveness or like it's just trusting the life, you know, like you open your arms and you say, you know, I trust you, God. I trust just whenever you need to take me, just just let me say thank you for everything before I die. Just let me just smile and die with a smile on my face because I know there is no end. It's the beginning of new life, you know, when your physical body uh, dies because your spirit continues to travel and it goes back to the light where you were created from. So well, now, now I'm getting now my turn getting the goosebumps <laughs> <laughs> because you feel it with the heart. It's like it's my heart feels this way. It's not my brain trying to yeah. get some idea. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I mean, with your level, you know, going back to the um, conservative of Russian society in a way, and the um, your spirituality and the way you feel about the world, it, it is hard probably to find equally spiritual partner in life isn't it to match your vibration i mean this is a unique thing about you so it's not that is this something you're looking for in potentially your other half to 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 match it or you you don't mind you it played a little joke uh with me because uh, i i remember within past few years when i had a couple of relationships i remember being and becoming a mom who needs to cure <laughs> and then i just realized like no 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 no, victoria don't do that like i don't want to cure i don't want to heal i don't want to like babysit anybody but it, it came to me that uh, point that the the man that you meet they they i don't know they just they just start to have this fear i don't know about what <laughs> yeah i still believe i'm going to meet someone who going to understand how i see the life and and not trying to compete with me yes things but trying to uh, uh make me feel feminine and uh even weak you protected. know i think yeah. weakness is the biggest power Strength. of women yeah, yeah yeah it's it's very important to be feel kind of like be able to feel weak because then your man can feel strong if you feel so strong and then you know sometimes you make your man feel very feminine about himself yeah so to switch in this energy, female energy, and be just behind your man. I wish I will find that shoulder, I would say, yeah, I can hide behind <laughs> and um, share my love that I have inside of me, yeah. Well, it's, it's isn't it? It's just a different stages in your life. I mean, for a long period of time, you are in the front line of your own life, you know, you you successful businesswoman you um deal with a lot of um public responsibility as well because of how public figure you are you've got um your beautiful daughter you know you've got relationships you even you mentioned your um ex-partner alex uh, smurfit so you you managed to keep a very good relationship with him as well this is this is a part of the wisdom as well not many couples breaking up stay so fond of each other just sad i think because they start to manipulate with uh, kids and involving them in this uh, i think it's it's just so irresponsible and they um especially in russia 
yeah. the man trying to hurt the woman in the worst way possible. He's trying to take away the kids from her. She's trying to uh, make sure that he feels miserable. You know, this is a fight or a war when they start, which is killing both of them. Even the kids the are in the middle. Yes. So you have to be aware of that. And uh, when we are separated, I uh, have to say I was... I was doing everything to to make sure that you know there is no fights, nothing. And um, um, I think when you actually split with somebody, it doesn't mean a husband or a divorce. It's a boyfriend, a girlfriend. So the you friends, show a lot. You show a lot who you really are. This is when you actually show your real personality. So, and uh, you can act like you're a nice person and everything, but something happens, and then you start to kind of like show your real self, which of is course. not the nice, nice person, not, not the nice uh, from the nice angle. Uh, so, I think you have to really uh, put aside your pride and your ego and just be there for a child and be rational and think how it's going to affect uh, your kids in, in the future. If you're going to say something bad about this, your uh, ex-husband or his or her father, you know, it's important. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think it's, 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 I don't know why people do that. I, I really don't. Uh, it's just when, especially when you have kids. Yeah don't yeah you can just say oh you no, 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 no. you can say something mean <laughs> but when you have a child i always say good only good things about angelina's father but is it because it doesn't make it easier for you because it was your decision to separate was it your yeah, decision when i asked him first time that you know we probably should separate he he took a year he was like let's try it let's take a year and then we tried we will work on it so so I gave him a time. It's not like I was like, no, I'm leaving. Because then I would hurt him a lot. Okay. And I didn't want to do that. Even though I hurt him, I think, a lot when, when I left. I mean, when we separated. Not because yeah. I left, because he felt pain. I can tell because he started like going out, which he never did. He started like partying and drinking, which he never did before. So he held, he had this kind of like probably pain or something but to me it, it was a year before we we made that big step so i wanted him to be prepared i wanted him to be to feel that he's ready to 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 to, to break up right Just, right but ever after alex you've been reasonably private with your relationships i don't think the world I'm I'm trying to, <laughs> I'm trying to, but you recently alluded to the fact that there may be someone special in your life. Maybe. Is it, is it the case? Maybe. I just, I don't think it's my, I don't like to speak about my private life when yeah. I had my daughter, when I was pregnant and he was there, of course, like he couldn't hide it. That's but right. Just start to 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 date somebody. I think it's important to keep it to keep it private. But then, if you, you the relationship are developing and it's going serious, then you have to speak about it. Because when you're a public person and you're hiding it for so long, then you get 
oh my God, the rumors start like growing as crazy and they start to uh, affecting your life. So there is a certain point where you have to be quiet about it. The certain point you have to speak about, it, but a little bit, you know, just okay. to say, just to mention it, not to show everything and not to expose your relationship. Yeah. Even though if people do expose, I don't mind. It's just, they, they, this is their choice. Their and, choice. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think it should be like Michelle for him and her to be comfortable what they're sharing and how they're sharing. So that's, that, that's very honorable. And the fact that you managed to keep it off the radar, the public radar, heads off to you. Because I was you- actually cashed with one guy and he was, uh, he was living in UK. He was a soccer player. All right. Did you, did you date him when you were here in London? Yeah. No, no, no. It was it was much uh, earlier. It was before. Right. Uh, yeah. But uh, no, we, we was it was just accidentally we went to the restaurant. And somebody filmed us, but we never confirmed. We never say anything. I think it's important just to be, you know, like to stay professional. Deny. Deny. <laughs> Just be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> How interesting. No, it's 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 not easy under the spotlight to try to, you know, find that someone yeah, everybody wants- has phones, you know. Everybody know. can be journalist. Yeah, like oh I, I so, catch so how do you, how can you even go out for a date? I mean, this is like mission impossible. You can't even you have to you be going <laughs> <laughs> or you take a bunch of friends so nobody knows who's there. Nobody knows, yeah. Or the house parties, I think this is, but then the children, so it's making it more difficult. This is so, you know, complicated. <laughs> I love when you know one internationally, like this is this is complicated. Imagine when yeah. everybody knows you everywhere. Because to me, it's mostly like Russian people, Ukrainian, Kazakhstan, all these like post-Soviet Union countries. And uh, like nobody knows me in UK, nobody knows me in America. So, I mean, except Russians. And yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So to me, it's easier. But imagine being Jennifer Lopez. Can <laughs> 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 you won't be able to hide? <laughs> Can you imagine? And then you start dating Ben Affleck the two yeah. days after you split up and everyone also knows and about that. I love that couple. Even back then, I was like, it was my favorite couple. I'm happy about him. Do you think it's a, it's not a rebound? I think why not? The way, <laughs> the, way the, the the ex guy treated her, she was so loving. She's so beautiful. She's just she's such a nice person. How he can even do that to her? And then yeah. she was trying to make it work and they were trying to make it work. I'm happy they're back with Ben Affleck. I think it didn't finish that story. They didn't finish that story. I like it. C- can it possibly be that one of your stories is not finished? Maybe. Yeah, that's Maybe. actually what I was about to say. Yeah, because there is a, exactly, there was a story with some person I I started dating uh when I separated with my uh, ex, uh, and uh, he wanted me, he wanted this is me, Alex. You're talking about Alex. Yes, yes, and he yeah. wanted me to move to LA. He was he was from Los Angeles, and um, and I was ready. I was like, okay, I like the guy. I wanted to try, but Alexander, Angelina's father, my daughter's father, he said no. It's too far. I'm not gonna let let her go there. So that's why we came back here and the relationship didn't really like ended and finished. So 
we still have a little connection. Who knows? Maybe one day uh, <laughs> that guy's going to be. Is he your Ben Affleck? Yeah, oh my God. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. So he is, does he still live in LA? Yeah. Yeah. See, are you going to move to LA now? <laughs> Once, like in six months, every other six months, like, are you getting married? I was like, no, not yet. <laughs> Waiting like, for your, your proposal. <laughs> yeah, I was like, why? You want to just... Uh, I was like, and we decided that we have to see each other. We have to see how it's how it's gonna go. And um, so when I uh, will travel to California next time, uh, he he's waiting for me there. So how long have you not seen him for? Five years. <laughs> I haven't seen him for five years. <laughs> this is you saying that maybe there's something there. Is that maybe. you're such a romantic? Or there must yeah. be something a bit more than that. You know why? I, I don't know why, but I always get this young guys looking at me. And Ooh, I wonder like, why. <laughs> 23 to 29, not, and not older. No one uh, from 30 to 40 to my age ever came to me and paid attention to me. It's only young guys somehow. And uh, I was like, I have to give up with this young, young guys. It's, I mean, it's, it's cool. I like it and everything. But then they like, they don't know what to do. They get scared at one point. Um, mm. So uh, maybe uh, he's two years older than me. Maybe this is the guy. Maybe, maybe, maybe I need somebody like this age. <laughs> this age, a bit more mature. Well, with your level of wisdom, you know, you, you look like 20, but um, with uh, in your lifetime, I mean, you probably lived a couple of, lifetimes in your in your mind with the all yeah. everything that you do all the rituals as well your mindset is very much a you know up there 90 year old wise woman but it's just a you know you look like a 20 year old but it's, yeah sometimes i feel like i was i've been living like three lives at least at least do you feel the like like your yeah. own soul yeah of course from back other like uh, reincarnations and stuff yes but i mean in this physical body it feels like it's been like a third life already one was in siberia then another one was in moscow now the third life which is in europe you know it's 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 so much going on and uh, so much so many things and so many people you meet and you transforming because you look back uh when i look back at myself i was like oh my god it was me oh my god it was just i would behave this way i would be like that i can't even believe that so yeah since you're transforming and working on yourself and it feels like you like leaving one skin then another like a snake you know <laughs> shading <laughs> every, every 10 years <laughs> every 10 years i like it well, that's the way, I mean, that's the way you can't stay, you know, in the same place. You obviously develop. But as I said, your change, particularly, because I mean, just like everyone else living in Moscow back in, so I moved to London in 2006. I did at some point watch Dom Dva, the house, yeah. house too, <laughs> of course, but you're like a completely different person. There's yeah. like, you're like miles away from that girl that came on that show with the way, even with the way you speak, you know, and I mean, just how you, how you present yourself. And I know there's a whole load of experiences and a whole load of um, little lives and moves that happen to you, but it's a lot of hard work on yourself as well, because you made that 
purpose for you. You you know where you're going. You want that transformation within you. And like we've, for example, we we've got the uh, um, talking about the the speaking and presenting yourself. We we have the same um, the speaking teacher expert, the speech therapist oh, Natalia yeah. Kazilkova, yeah. isn't isn't Lovely. she the, the coach? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It takes a lot of work in yeah. in order to present yourself, as you say, in order to be able to uh, speak the way you feel and look presentable. Because when I came from Siberia, the way I spoke, it was so fast, we wouldn't be able to understand even me in Russian, <laughs> even though you're Russian. Yeah. So uh, it took a lot of time for me to learn how to speak in Russian in a way, in proper way. So not with this Siberian accent, not even the accent, it's just the, they twist the words. Many of them, you don't say the uh, pronouncing in the Probably, right way. Yeah. So uh, the way you hold yourself, uh and uh how you feel about yourself then you pick up another language so it's like another personality <laughs> in yeah. you yeah. you have to develop you have to yeah so uh yeah it's a hard work but i love it and uh i love to challenge myself i love to achieve stuff so yeah this is beautiful and i know now I mean, you, you worked with so many great experts and i mentioned natalia kazilkova who's like an expert of what she does, her method is so unique in when it comes to just communication skills, and um, she, she's one of a kind as, as far as speech experts goes. But you also now you've created something also very unique. Um, your what's the best way to translate it into into English? It's like a female university. Is that, yes, exactly. How, how do you? online yeah. yes online so yes. this is so can you can you tell us more about it uh you know there are two different classes that i'm doing now for women one mm -hmm. of them uh which is natalia uh natalia used to work on uh on the tv back then when in the Soviet Union time, when it was important to speak proper way, not today, hey, more, yo, yeah, if I was Russian, yeah, it was yeah. really proper Russian, and so she's a classic. She's an amazing teacher. She she teach me how to, you know, communicate and how to feel more secure about myself. Uh, so and be sound more professional, you know, when because I work on TV for so many years. So That's you right. Need to look you need to learn how to present yourself. So I have one kind of class for women to make them feel a million dollar woman, you know, and another one, which is uh, to feel that you are goddess in a way that your energy is properly set because we have male energy and female energy yeah and me as a person i use a lot of male energy and that distracts um it's it's i would say it, it's it's good to achieve things to use that energy but when you live in that energy a lot you don't feel happy you don't feel you don't feel um yourself i would say you just run somewhere you go you take that speed and then one at one point you just realize like oh my god where am i now and what do i want so i there is a two lessons two two courses that i did and one of them to 
to work on your energy, which is very important, which is uh, a lot of, a lot of work. It's, it's, I think it's eight weeks, seven, seven weeks uh, course. Uh, mm-hmm. After that, you, you, you work to accept your body. You work, mm-hmm. how, you, you work with your energy, your body. Uh, you start to kind of like see yourself in a different way. And then you start to feel different. Then you start to sound different. I mean, sound as energy, right? In this world, right. you start to shine and then all of a sudden life starts changing. So there is a two amazing courses that I did. Yes. Uh, for women. Mm-hmm. And also I did this uh, facial uh, workshop, you know. That was to... in a lockdown you started that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've been doing oh, it for I, 10 years. I swear by it. This is so amazing. I did it. I did it for many, many years before. So I tried all these exercises that really can make your neck look beautiful. You know, it's just like five minutes a day. And I do 40 with girls when I do courses yeah, online. Yeah. Monday, you start like your face lifting, you know, so you don't need any buttocks. You don't need any surgeries. Like, and they're like, Oh, of course you did this all buttocks. And like, now you're trying to present it as this, this is the exercises. I was like, Exercise, guys, yeah. if you don't believe in it, don't come, don't just, you know, relax. Yeah. I'm not asking you to come, but if you come and then you see the results, Oh, she photoshopped her pictures. You know, people, <laughs> people, they, they always try to like find, find excuses here yeah, for, yeah. <laughs> for their failures. Well, so, and many women, like thousands of women, I think more than 10,000, maybe 25,000 people try, try the, those courses and they were shocked, like at the results they got. And, um, and this is I mainly think, in Russian, isn't it? You, you mainly, I need to do it in English, you know, translated in English. <laughs> it's actually, it's easy. And, um, it's it's just powerful because I tried I, I I took all the exercises from Japan from Arab women from uh, uh, American from Russian so I checked all the like books and all the courses that they exist and I combined in one the most really really effective one to to make sure you get results in three lessons. You don't want to do one month then to feel and see something. Yeah. We do 40 minutes a day, three times a week. And at the end of the week, you're like, oh my God, oh wow. And it you worked. see the wrinkles you are here, they just disappear. So just like, it's magic. But I get messages from women who were just saying, you know what, Victoria? Yeah, it did work. But after months, when I finished it, I didn't work out for months. <laughs> We came back to the same place where it was. I was like, you cannot brush your teeth once in your life. <laughs> brush them once in your life. This is it's called taking care of yourself. Yeah. If you want to go to long last, uh, long last, you have to you have to work out. It's it's like the same go to the gym. It's not like yeah. once you came, the muscle pump out, and then oh, next time done. Month, for the lifetime yeah yeah it's it's a work but it's amazing work so um but, it but i mean you equally you i mean you look after yourself as the public person you do a lot of tv and uh, you know the, the reality shows as well i mean you look after yourself you work out you eat well you know but what is your typical day looking like because there's so many good things you can do in a day so you can just wake up 
start doing all those little routines and they will be an evening by the time you finished getting ready yeah. for the day just because like okay now i'm ready and it's already nine o'clock most incredible thing that Please i do and that i opened for myself during during the um pandemic time during the lockdown um you know there is a guy it's uh, his name is wim hof maybe you heard about it oh yeah yeah so he has this uh breathing exercises which oh my god change life-changing thing so it's uh it takes 25 minutes of your life let's say you want to go to bed a but day. you don't know. 25 minutes a day yeah okay i mean a day of your, yeah, your time so mm -hmm. uh you go to bed but you, you know, sometimes you can't fall asleep. You start thinking about, you try to stop the process, but you're still thinking about something yeah. and then you're like moving in your bed. So there is two different techniques uh, that he's giving you one to wake up in the morning and another one to go to bed. If you, if you, if you can't fall asleep, I asked my mom, she's like, oh, I can't fall asleep. I was like, try this. She tries she's, next morning. She comes to me, she's like, Victoria, you know what? Oh my God, I didn't even know how I just, I fell asleep. Like I was breathing and all of a sudden I don't even remember how I fell asleep. So you have to take a long, long breath, uh, inhale through your nose. Yep. And the same long, long, long exhale through your mouth. So you do 20, 25 times like this. Mm -hmm. And then you inhale. This, this is now a live practice. Hold the breath for 10 seconds, maybe 15, 10. Mm -hmm. You let it go, second round. On the third, fourth round, trust me, you're going to fall asleep like baby. You won't okay. even remember. Let's, not, let's not do it now. Let's not do it now. I don't want you to fall asleep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's going to calm your mind. And it's going to... The other one that, that he does, which is waking up your body, which is crazy. It's... Uh, it's uh, also, um um Alkaline or something. Body. Yeah, it's when you take... I just... I'm going to be honest. You take the... the there is... Um, you can do the P test. It's it's like uh, how people. There is, there's a, there is a pH a measurement that you can buy in the pharmacy. There is a paper. You put it in your pee. I'm sorry, your pee. Oh, yeah, this, yeah. You put. <laughs> is, this, is this your pee? Is this? It shows, <laughs> it shows the pH level. Yellow. <laughs> but it's not. So you measure your pH level before you breathe and after you do the breathing technique in the morning. Oh, wow. It's crazy what it does. Like it's it's just gonna change your life because you're never gonna get sick, you're never gonna feel tired, you're never gonna get depressed. The the, the second technique is just fantastic. So there is more uh intensive breaths. So you do like 20, 25, 30 breaths, you like you have to like inhale with your stomach, with your chest, even, even with your head, and then okay. let it go. <sighs> and then on the feet, yeah, you start feel dizzy. You, yeah. you feel, uh, yeah, you feel all different ways. Sometimes your uh, fingers uh, tingling. It's normal. It's at the beginning, first two weeks, and then it disappears. Really? So, wow. Yeah. So you breathe like that. You can do with your mouth, with not, like intensively. And then you 
exhale on the third time and you hold your breath. No air inside. I hold my breath up to three minutes now without air. That's Can crazy. you believe that? Wow. When I started, it was 20 seconds. And then <laughs> 20 seconds. Oh, and then wow. 40 seconds. And then it was one. I was like, wow, one minute. And then it was two minutes. Now it's like 253, 257, like three minutes, literally. You can hold without the breath. And then, so at that point, we have to be careful. When you do this breathing technique, you have to be in the comfortable position, sitting down or lying down, not when you're driving, because this is dangerous. Oh gosh, can, no, yeah, definitely. No, no, no. Uh, sometimes you can feel unconscious <laughs> for a second. Really? I remember doing it live on my Instagram and with people and I was sitting down, breathing, breathing, breathing. And then all of a sudden I realized I was lying down and I don't even remember how I felt, like fell on the floor. Oh and people say, okay, Victoria. <laughs> now, this is DMT. This is ayahuasca without ayahuasca. So the other technique, the, the morning one, it's, it's, it's so powerful that on the fourth round, when you exhale, you mm -hmm. hold as much as you can. Don't make it too complicated. Like when you feel the urge to breathe, you, you inhale. And when you inhale, you hold for 15 seconds. And then you start second round. So first mm -hmm. without as yeah. much as you can, then 15 seconds with, mm -hmm. and then second round, third round, fourth round. And then you measure, first of all, the pH level. You will mm -hmm. see that it goes to the perfect point, seven something, 6.57. Yeah. Uh, and it gives you boost of energy. And then, and then at some point you feel, I do it before I go to bed. I don't do the boring one. I do this one before I go to bed. What? I, I see visuals, things. I see lights, you know, like it takes me, it really, it provides DMT, I think. In like, but, but does your brain rest? Does you, do you allow yourself to rest with that? Because that really fires you up, you know, that fire breathing, they also call it in the... Fire breathing is a different one. It's a different one. Okay. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah, 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 yeah. Program. yeah it's yeah, a different yeah, yeah. It's completely different, but this one is, uh, oh, you have to listen to Wim Hof. He's, he's amazing. And oh my gosh, he, I then you start yeah. to take cold showers, which I did a lot. I used to like take only cold showers. It's crazy how you can just recharge your body with, within 25 minutes a day. And, uh, and then you start to feel a little bit drunk in a good way. Yeah. Like tipsy in a good way. With your own oxygen. It's, with it's the oxygen, own. yeah, yeah, yeah. Reaching yeah. to yeah. your brain, that's what it, mm -hmm. what it does. Um, I, all your organs, all your brain, like your brain starts to get a lot of oxygen because we, we don't really breathe deep. Like usually we breathe like very shallow. Shallow, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so that's why we don't get a lot of oxygen for the brain, for the organs. So this is a life-changing thing. And then if you want to do, then after that, you want to do the yoga, you want to stretch a little bit, because if you, you do, you don't want to do yoga, but you do yoga to do it. It's, yeah. it's different. Life, you know? But when yeah. you breathe, you feel like, oh, I want to do yoga. I want to do everything. I want to do gym. <laughs> I want to do gym. <laughs> well, that's the thing, because there's nowadays, there's so much, so much different like pressures and women equally as men just in in all this red race just trying to um get through all this news all, all sorts of news 
negative mainly coming through the media, you know, people processing it emotionally through their physical kind of health as well suffers. So those little things to bring just the natural even things, you know, just yeah. don't do ayahuasca, don't go the full yeah. things, just, just work with what you've been given, work with the breathing, work with the, uh, you know, cold showers. I've tried, right. it didn't work for me. <laughs> I'm just, like, I can't get to the, yeah. you start a little by little, yeah? Yeah, you start little by little. And then on the fourth or fifth week, you take once a week, 10, 10 minutes cold shower, only 10 minutes cold shower. So when I did the first time I had like, it was like this color, like bluish here. Cause I was taking a shower, like cold into my chest and it was bluish. It was like so cold. Oh my I God. Like, but I was shivering for the, for the beginning. And then you have to say to your body, I control my body, not the body controls me. So you stop shivering. And like, it's so interesting, you know, and then again, and then you know, I control the body, not the body controls me. So then you start to feel that no more cold. Yeah. It's crazy what we are capable, capable of doing yeah, with our bodies. But it's also, you just really like to push yourself to all sorts of, you know, you take discomfort, you don't discomfort. Like what is no, discomfort? To me it's not pushing. To me, it's just step-by-step step open up, you know, yeah. my abilities. Pushing is when you go from the beginning, you never try 10, 10 minutes uh, cold shower, then it's equal pushing. But when you do it slowly by slowly, gradually, like adding every day, minute after shower, after warm shower, before, you know, ending with the cold. And, you know, you get used to it, you get used to it. And, uh, and then it's, it feels natural. Feels natural, yeah. Wow. So this, yeah. These are your beauty secrets. This yeah. is how, you know, this is how to drink the water <laughs> and water. Yes. No alcohol, water, mm -hmm. good food. Because you, you, you're not, you're not vegetarian. No, you actually love your food. Yeah. I used to for five years or three or four years. I don't remember. It just switched after a ceremony. Actually, after I was, I didn't, I couldn't look at the meat for four or five years, but then all of a sudden I was like, oh, I want some meat. So yeah. I listen to my body, always listen to my body. I never right. do it like, because here I heard something, I read something, yeah. I listen to my body. And if my body doesn't want to have meat, I won't have it. If my body wants to have craving for meat, I will have it. Wow. That's the thing. Yeah, because your body knows better. You know, when I was pregnant, I never took any vitamins. I don't trust in vitamins. So I don't know. Like To me, it's just like, yeah, well, yeah, I prefer yeah. to take food at one point i was eating uh uh at five or six months i was eating lots of oranges i wanted to have like kilos you know somehow i wanted the to. craving yeah. stopped craving stopped and then i wanted to have liver like fried liver oh wow maybe yeah pate and stuff yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah so then on the seventh or eighth months i felt craving for red wine a glass of red wine every night and then water was lemon on the when i was nine months so on the second month i was craving for uh, oysters which i don't usually like which usually I, not even recommended during pregnancy isn't yes it? they don't but i, I wanted to <laughs> i'm gonna have it so and uh, i was listening to my body and everything uh was perfect you know and uh, i wasn't losing my hair like my nails was fine you know, like, I mean, I didn't 
have all these issues that women usually have when they get pregnant and yeah. having all the vitamins yeah. vitamins and and refusing all the foods there's like a it comes with the pregnancy comes usually with just like a huge list of things you are not allowed to come close I don't to know why women think that they are sick when they're pregnant and they ask me can i do the face exercises i was like you're not sick you're pregnant <laughs> of course you can do it it's just yeah you know it's it's like it's it's amazing to be pregnant and i was doing no what i was doing i would never tell you because this is not allowed this is not good <laughs> what i was doing this is really not good no 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 you can't But, leave us here you know you, you can't do this and then just <laughs> No, okay, well, it comes with a disclaimer. That. Okay, it comes with no, a disclaimer. Do not do, do do not try to repeat that at home. <laughs> never try to repeat that. But first, I was I guess I was three weeks only. I didn't know I was pregnant because it was three weeks um uh pregnancy. I jumped with parachute and uh no, I didn't know that, so it's okay. Then I knew okay. I was pregnant and they invited me to this TV show, it's called army they were like um trying to uh it was a project for uh russian army you know and uh so they took all the celebrity and they put them into the environment where if you if you go to the war or stuff then it was very rough like we have to run you have to like do push-ups and i didn't tell anybody i was pregnant and then oh i was god. like oh my god yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this is this is then, a bit crazy <laughs> yes and then uh, three weeks or oh, three months um when i was three months pregnant i went to do canyoning and in, in marbella and it took me six it took takes you six hours i didn't know it was going to be so intense six hours you go one hour up the hill then you go down the hill you go to this river huge beautiful canyon like beautiful not like this kind of for tourist place it's for yeah, professional yeah. people oh my god you, swing, you jump into there is a there were rooms made of like stones and if you jump too like too much front you can crush into the uh, stones you know into the rock so you have to just step from it boom, three meters down so i did like like this and then at the end i told the, the trainer i was like i was pregnant i'm pregnant He was like, are you crazy? I was like, oh, I'm yes. sorry. I, I forgot to tell you. <laughs> I forgot to tell you. Oh, yeah, that you can become a mother. Oh, like, <laughs> Ooh, mother shaming. My daughter, my daughter, she's not afraid of anything. So if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. So she was holding really tight. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, don't, don't do that. Don't forget to mention to your trainers that you're pregnant. But it's a... Uh... Yeah. Only Victoria Bonia so, can get away with that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, it was, I felt like I didn't feel that I was uh, weak or I was sick. No, I felt, felt like, empowered. Oh, yeah, I'm pregnant. it's amazing. We're going to discover as my daughter, when with my child, you know, whatever is going to happen. So, and I, I think that kind of mood makes you feel healthy it doesn't make you feel so fragile about yourself of course everybody's different and some people they start the pregnancy with already with complications we're not talk about that uh, yeah. kind of yeah. situation because it was all perfect all was good i didn't feel anything so it was it was amazing and i gave birth naturally here in um And the same hospital where angelina jolie was uh delivering her uh twins okay. and um yeah in in nice so and i asked the doctor i was like i don't want to do epidural i don't want to do the the injection yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he was like 
oh, you know what? Let's just invite the 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 there for you if you yeah. need it you know we will do it if not i was like okay let him be there so i came there and i before i didn't even know about wim hof but i stopped breathing mm. while the the contraction i started like having this like imagine that you have to like inhale in this little little stroke and i was like i was doing the longest inhale and the longest exhale four times and it goes away he's like oh she's suffering he told to my ex-husband he's like we need to inject her and i can hear everything but i couldn't speak and i couldn't move it's like you in the different world like your mind is completely in a different set like i have to say it it's it's kind of the hormones i believe your your natural hormones and stuff. Yes, yeah they make they make you feel somewhere else like you're not present but you're present i mean the pain is still freaking awa- awakening <laughs> no, you breathe through the pain uh-huh, you breathe yes. through the pain and then and there, yeah. there is no more pain in five minutes and then he was like, oh, it was like, well, she's suffering. I was like, don't even touch me. I was like, I'm going to kick you. <laughs> You'll be suffering. <laughs> I wanted to feel it. And I gave birth in a natural way without any um, anesthesia or something. And then the doctors were coming and that's her. Oh yeah, that's her. All the, all the Russians are so crazy. They want to do it in a natural way. But that's true. Yeah. Thousands of years, our grandma, ma, ma, they all were delivering babies, especially when you're healthy, when you have no complications in a natural way and everything was fine. So I say to myself, the nature knows how to handle the pain and everything. And it was beautiful. I felt like, oh my God, I gave birth. I was like, I want to do it one more time. Again. It all depends what you give, what sets in your mind you give to yourself if you think it's going to be scary and it's going to be bad it's going to be bad if you think it's going to be beautiful and it's going to be amazing it's going to be amazing so you decide how it's going to be that's that's so true that's it's a lot of things come from from your mind and i think everything comes from your mind everything not yeah yeah, yeah. and it's 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 just like all the limits are in your head i believe so Mm. and when it comes to baby's deliveries i think I was similarly to you. So I had my daughters, both of them in the water, so without the epidural, but water birth. So, and, and my, my first daughter was actually born in a sack, you know, they, uh, so she was, she actually came out in the sack. I didn't get to see her in the sack, but doctors did. And then it bursted. So it's like what we call in Russian born in a t-shirt. Vrubashke. I was born in the sack. I was hey. born in the yeah, My mom told me, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's wow. Cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, but, so I have them both. You're going to be lucky and happy. I don't know. That's right. That's, well, I, I think it's true. I think I want to believe that, of course. But yeah. There's a lot of, you know, the, the way you brand your children. It mm-hmm. also, they take it away with them into adult life. You know, if you tell, if you, if you tell they are, you know, smart, beautiful and lucky. They will be that. So I think it's it's a lot of connection with the mother to yeah. kind of like help them rather than them struggling into getting into that headspace older. I believe that, you know, this is mother's Let job. Let me tell you something. My mom was always telling me when I was a child, when I was a growing up, an adult, she was always telling me, remember one thing, 
our generation of women have a very powerful health, female health. We all deliver babies in a very, very good way. She was always telling me this. Programming, when I was a- yeah. So she gave me the settings. Uh, and I have to say, that's why I felt so secure about myself. It's, it's true. You have to tell your daughters the same thing. I, that's what I do to my daughter now. Like you healthy, you're going to be, uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you <know>? yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what you're going to believe in. And that's what you're going to feel. Yeah. I had, I always had in the back of it, I had my birth plan, but I always was acceptive that if anything needs to happen, if doctor's inter- intervention needs to happen, it's not going to be a failure on my behalf, you know, because a lot of women have their birth plan and they were just like blinkers on. It's all about the, your mindset and your head right. and the way you deliver it into you know the masses and to your following it's really important i like it so what are you working on now that you could share with the listeners how can we support you i know you've got some amazing lipsticks that came out oh, it's actually- <laughs> oh, there you go <laughs> that lipstick candy, on me candy. before the interview it's still samples some of them are samples but um yeah that's, i'm only using my lipsticks because um, I couldn't find I couldn't find lipstick that like look it's not it's not printing so you and it's so easy and it's so comfortable to wear it's um, it's beautiful it's it's uh, I, I it took me four years. Monaco yeah. supercars. <laughs> sports car, yeah. You have to like. <laughs> it took me four years to make this lipstick in the way that I want it. Because, um, you know, like one of them, uh, which is, uh, you have to use as a primer, a contouring, you know, a like, contouring, okay. yeah, you can actually use as an eyeshadow as well. It doesn't, doesn't, uh, stick and it's perfect, perfect color. Oh, okay. And yeah. the second one has a different texture. So you, the second one you put in the middle and it gives this smooth and amazing feeling and then when it dries it doesn't print so you can wear it all day long under the masks and um it just stays on your lips not on i, not I on need to get it i've got to get it so you how see, can... like look at the glass i've been drinking nothing yeah that glass again <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah and look at my glass no there you go yeah. i've got you my see? Yeah, when you take a glass, of, I don't drink wine, but when women take wine, you know, a glass of wine and then it stays there, yeah. it doesn't look nice. So um, I know there are a lot of like lipsticks today. You can go and buy a lot of them, but not all of them are same texture, like same, you know, I want them to be safe on me for a long time, long term, right? So when you do the red carpet, let's say I have a red lipstick. And then I smile and then I see I have it on my cheeks. Teeth, yeah. And you can control it. Like it's, um, mm, oh, I'm sorry. I'm not going to do. Mm. Okay. <laughs> now you can take a picture of me. So uh, I decided to create this lipstick five years ago. And I tried many, 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 many lipsticks out there. But some of them are too dry, too sticky, you know. They're usually too com- dry. The ones that don't rub off, they're too dry yeah. and they just yeah. become very so uncomfortable. So I made sure this is comfortable, long-lasting, and it's, it's, it's beautiful and it looks natural. It doesn't even look that I have lipsticks on me. Yeah, yeah that's so, right. Yeah. So and how- it's already, half of it already sold. So <laughs> ah. <laughs> we don't, within three weeks. So it's already sold out. 
Yeah, yeah, almost everything. So uh, uh, I wanted to try. I did only four colors, two of them just to, to the contouring, two of them uh, in the middle, pinkish and beige. So it went really well. So now I have to do more. <laughs> do more. You need to do more. And where, so is it sold internationally? Can yeah because uh most of the people of course buying it uh uh in russia as well but a lot of people in europe and even in america it's just the delivery was gonna cost as much as four lipsticks yeah yeah we will have to next time uh leave uh, maybe part of it in europe so they can ship it easily and uh, yeah i I sell it online on my bonnie beauty page which is yeah yeah which is selling it really, really well. I'm happy. Beautiful. Yeah. And wearing my own uh, brand. So this is my jeans collection. Victoria, is it Victoria Jeans? <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is, yeah. Is, this it, is, is it also just in Moscow or? In no, you can, you can buy it. This is, you can order online. Today, it's easy. You can order online anywhere in the world. So with the delivery. Jeans yeah. is like hard to find the right jeans. So size, color, you know, all this like, you know so or it's too light or it's too thin or it's too you know like always something yeah, yeah, there yeah, yeah so to yeah. find the one that was going to be wow and you're going to wear it like for many years it's 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 not easy so and that's how that's i got what you to made yeah i've been doing clothes for maybe seven years now yeah that's right so. yeah what is what is next lipstick so lipstick's done so you you are um, you work with jewelry brands. You've created jewelry lines for some yeah. mega oh, brands. <laughs> That's the one. Yes, yes. No, it's not. This is not the one. This it's is it's not just, the one. No, this is. Because. I think it's a craft. It's it's just a. Um, it's not mine because I had this butterfly. That oh, which right, I would, right. Yes, yeah. this is Roberto Bravo, isn't it? It's, yeah, Roberto Bravo. Yeah, we were yeah. doing with them. Yeah, and it was it was really actually it was very successful. I think even still they're still using uh, the campaign for three years now. Wow! That campaign, which has worked really well for them, we went to China. We want to open the shop in China and uh, in Venice and all over the world. So Turkey, Russia, everywhere, uh, Dubai. Yeah, this is so grand. What What is your vision like? you know, work-wise and business-wise? What what else do you want to do? What is there in the... I want to have uh, some interesting projects which would take me to Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> Look at those supercars. It's like... Yeah, I know. You like when, they have, when they have this Lamborghini, like this is the only sound they do. They need to accelerate. They need to of show course, their power. <laughs> Right, so and, you need some work that takes you to LA. I wonder why. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. What, so, what can it be? Some work related to maybe TV or something like that. Yeah, I would accept it straight away. And uh, I think this is the industry of uh, Los Angeles, uh, of uh, California, of uh, Hollywood. So um, let's hope maybe something is going to happen. And who knows, maybe I'll move there, I'll work there, and uh, I'll settle there (laughs) in the future. Oh, I see. So... What so now? What is what about um, Angelina and um, like 
her father she's obviously a is child already. she's a big girl she can decide herself so yeah yeah wow so now now nothing can stop you you now five years ago she was five back then she couldn't make any take any decisions now she can yeah and uh, yeah let's see uh, i hope I hope it will, because uh, I love this place. It's a beautiful place to be, but it's not much to do, you know, like for in terms of work. Yeah, it's um, yeah, it's not that developed. And so and I like to work a lot. Yeah. Yeah. You are yeah. you are a true workaholic, aren't you? You just constantly little, yeah. <laughs> doing things whilst you're trying to preserve this elegant you know calm female energy you are still going for things still working hard yeah but it's good to switch it's it's good when you know how to switch that's true that's true i think there's a yeah there's a there's a strength in the weakness and there's a weakness Mm -hmm. in the strength to balance those out it's amazing okay i've got to wrap up our interview which i could have spoken to you for like hours and hours but i'm aware that this is so late in monaco and i need to let you go to sleep i've got final quick blitz questions mm-hmm. to wrap it up so your top book recommendation that changed your mindset i'm actually reading now an amazing online book it's 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 uh still uh since i'm kind of like busy when i'm like cooking or doing something or driving i listened to a book which is so interesting if you ask me that question a while ago i would tell you one book but now there is a very interesting book um uh, uh written by a russian guy in so English. this is the story about one guy who was traveling in um in russian um in siberia by river he landed in this uh little little village where he got to know two old men and they were i have goosebumps now and they were trying to um convince him to go to the forest deep into the forest uh vladimir megre it's the it's the uh writer mm-hmm. and um uh so it's a book number one which i started to listen it's called anastasia and uh it's called uh, uh about this tree which lives 500 years about 500 years it gets really tall it's it absorbed the energy of universe and then at one point before it's going to die the tree uh it starts like um sure. they, call it, they call it it's like well, let's uh, say like ring like ringing bells ringing sort of thing kind of okay. yeah he started yeah. ringing whatever it's like, it's like it. a shivering with the sound of the bells so i'm not sure if it's physically shivering but this is how they call it so for three years it will be doing the sound you have to cut it within three years and take every single piece of this tree and give it to people and they have to put them on in, in your neck on your neck as a i don't know as a, as a jewelry whatever you can put a little hole you have to be standing on the grass putting it on your neck and it will cure and heal absolutely everything, even your mood, 
your life, it will change your life. That's what they say. It's it's a magic tree. I don't want to say like, because there is not a specific like ears. You can't cut any tree and then it's going to put it on your neck. It's not going to work. Only at that point when the tree is 500 years old and it's about to die. So because it's if you fiction, don't it's the, for real. It's, it's for real. Yes, yes, Whoa. it's for real. Like I'm reading this book now. It like gives me goosebumps. It's so Whoa. interesting. Because if you don't cut this tree during those three years, it's going to burn itself with this energy that it was um, absorbing from the universe for yeah. so many years. It, the, the tree needs to give that energy for to cure people. And uh, oh. it will die within 25 years then, but suffering. So the tree will suffer and it will burn itself. How crazy is this? So, so are you now going to go? To find the tree? I, I don't know. <laughs> I wish. Now I'm just learning about it. And if you learn about something and then it comes into your life, you know, so you have to be open for that, for the knowledge right. you heard somewhere, like you're going to share it. And then maybe I'm going to say it on my Instagram and the people are going to say, oh, we have this tree here. We just caught it yesterday. <laughs> Who Which knows? Is, yeah. right? We've got the leaves to send you. To put it on <laughs> yeah. your but you never know. Do you know what? It's yeah. like so, and, the, and, the, and the guy who, he's not a writer. Yeah. He even said yeah. at the beginning, it's like, I'm not a writer. I'm not, I'm not selling this story. Uh, I'm just, I want to share this story. Cause like, it's something incredible happened to me. And the guys like that old man who were uh, convincing him when he met them in the village to go and cut the tree, they were 130 years old and they look like 70 years old. So they've been living in the forest for one guy was the youngest was 130. And his father was probably 150. And they were like walking really, you know, like lots of energy. So I believe in those kind of things. And I believe that the nature, only nature, can cure everything and give you lots of knowledges and power. I love that. So, and, and Vladimir, I Vladimir Mere, it's the it's the guy who, who wrote the book, and it's called Zvinashi Kedre, Rasi of Russia. And he was even mentioning that in Solomon, the the Tsar uh, Solomon, he mm -hmm. used to he used to write, he used to say something about those trees that they have some, some power. And also in the Bible, you can find about those trees. So I'm trying to get into the roots of the information which is probably forgotten, you know, forgotten and. Yeah. Yeah. It's very powerful and you can still use and heal and cure a lot of things with just, you know, the nature that my mother, my mother, my grandma was always telling me uh, the nature has all the answers to all the diseases on, on this planet. So whatever it hurts, you have to go to, into the nature. You have to know the herbs, you, yeah, yeah. you know. We used to, Russians, it's a Russian tradition. Oh, yeah. To collect the herbs, to dry yeah. them, bring them, the berries, you know, what kind of berry to take. Ablipika, I have in my, in my Do fridge. you have it? You know what? I don't yeah. have it here and I'm suffering without yes, it. You can find it in the Russian shop. I'm going to show you it one second. I, oh, uh, because <laughs> you're so resourceful. This is this is our, this is what what is magic. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure people never even heard okay, that one. No, some, some yeah. Wow. So imagine when you it, you you just take it with honey and water, with yeah. hot water, 
vitamins this is pure vitamins you don't need to take vitamins from pharmacy this is the vitamins this is the uh, micro elements this is exactly the nature that we have to use we forgot about the nature but we remember about pills about uh, aspirin and stuff. I'm sorry, I'm not nothing against it. There is also other ways to, to treat yourself and cure yourself. Just don't forget about your roots. And that's all. Well, that's that's the thing. There are things that are much more powerful in the nature. And oh, it's yeah. not about, you know, forgetting to take the right also, drugs. It's fine. You know, cranberry, right? Well, everybody knows cranberry yeah, juice yeah, yeah. is you buy the frozen cranberry and you make tea out of it like you take maybe two three big spoons with hot water you drink it vitamin c you you if you got sick and you feel sick take yeah. it right yeah we yeah. take try, it try ginger. The, ginger the ginger root you know? my favorite um, yeah works cranberry works for to remove cellulite so okay so we we, we have to <laughs> We have to hear more about, you know, if you find the, the tree, yeah, I'm, I'm coming with you. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to give it to you. Yeah, you have to wear it on you and you have to touch it with your fingers for three years. And then within three years, it will become smooth and it will become, the, it will, you will show it, uh, like different colors. It's, it's crazy what she explained. And uh, it's in the Bible, even they were mentioning this tree. So I believe that uh, there are some secrets that we need to discover. You, you like, do you know what I've realized you remind me of um, in a good way? You're like an avatar, you know, the, like from the movie, like, you know, yeah. so connected when you're just like with the, you know, the, when they walk around, it's like with the tail connected to the trees and get all the power, you know, this is almost yeah. like you are just like human version of the, uh, that connection. Uh, uh, how funny is that? But I, I feel the same way with my cat. My cat and me, we are so connected. Like I, this is my avatar. Like she sleeps with me. She's 15 years old. Sleep with me under the cover. You know, like only one head is here. Like we're sleeping together. So now I left from Moscow. My mom says she got sick. She doesn't want to eat. She doesn't need anything. When I left, I was there like a week, a week ago. She doesn't eat. She doesn't do anything. I was like, okay, I'm going to bring it here. Like mom, like go do the test. I'm going to bring my cat here. Oh, wow. So I'm so connected. Yeah, you're completely right to my animals, to my trees. I have a tree in the garden. I go and I hug my tree here in the garden. Yeah, the tree hugging is important. Yeah. Yeah. No, but this this is the thing is, um, you know, when, it, when you become too scientific about everything and you need logical explanation, that's become so difficult to live. You know, you just miss out on all the magical things around you. So it's your heart. Why do you want to listen to your brain? It's going to get you confused and more and more. I listen to my heart always. My heart never very lied wise. to me. Very, very wise. Mm. Okay, so household tasks you'd like to outsource? Because we, we're coming back to like beehive household at home. What mm. you don't like doing, I don't know, mm. cleaning, cooking, what would you like to outsource for someone else to do it for you? I, I, love, I love doing uh, uh, time to time cleaning, ironing. And it gives me like this, uh, I don't know, 
feeling that I'm meditating, you know. Uh, oh I, my I God. Love, yeah, yeah. I even start. I learned how to cook recently because I was so busy all my life running around. But during the quarantine, I, I learned how to cook. I cook now. I don't have a nanny. The maid comes, comes because you need because I don't have time to do it. But when I had no maid, I was doing everything my, myself. And I enjoy it, I have to say. Uh, what I don't like, maybe I don't like to take the garbage. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we need a garbage man. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's, uh, that's uh, <laughs> yeah. Good one. No one mentioned that before. <laughs> <laughs> um, favorite meal of the day and why? Is it like breakfast, lunch, or dinner? Mm, mm, if I'm here. And um, in, I mean, in South of France, I, I love breakfast. I eat eggs and I, I learned that eggs are very healthy for your skin, mm-hmm. for your youth. And um, uh, How so many I eggs do, do you need a, to two, look three, the way you do? Two, two, two three, three. Every yeah. day? Every day, yeah. All right. And um, if I am in uh, Russia working hard and running around, uh, maybe dinner would be my favorite meal. And I would take chibureki. Chibureki, <laughs> this is the, it's like a, like a street food from Caucasus, isn't it? The, the... It's not, I don't think it's a street food because it's... it's well, it's, it's how remember. it started, but it's now in a very oh. expensive restaurant. The Ooh, origins yeah. of it, isn't it? No, Maybe it's a very so, expensive. When I was a little kid in the 80s, uh, we went to Chiburechnaya to have it. And it was, you know, it's all handmade. They would handmade, put yeah. the meat, the lamb meat, you know, uh, and uh, they fried it. It's like this size, like this. Fried yeah, oh, with- yeah, yeah. I love Chiburechnaya. Oh, my, my husband God. even loves Chiburechnaya. I mean, he's English. You bite it and then like the, the juice coming out. Oh, my God. My favorite. <laughs> So, <laughs> you make me hungry. <laughs> yeah. And Uzbek Lov, Uzbek, oh my God, I love Uzbek oh, yes. food. Now they open one in Dubai, Uzbek restaurant. Hey. Oh, oh my God, oh. I went there and Chiburik and Plov there is good, very good. Amazing. Who is the chef? Yeah. Like Uzbek? I don't know who is the chef, but I know that the, uh, um, what is his last name? The Usmanov, right? His Usmanov. son. I think opened that restaurant oh. yeah Richard Osmanov his son I, I believe I I think so uh, as I've heard so and uh, it's a very good service like we are Russians are so spoiled with service that's why everybody knows loves Novikov but Novikov it's not as spoiled service because there's not so many Russian people there to to serve Third, yeah to, and uh, in Dubai, they're all Russians, you know, so you just raise your hand already there. Like, what do you want? What do you need? Uh, everything like this. You don't have to wait like three hours in, in France. <laughs> and then you, do, you can't raise your hand. If you raise your hand, they're going to come to the, the last person who you're going to be, who they're going to serve. Really? Wow. Yeah they, feel that, yeah, they don't like it. In France, I'm going to give you little tips. So you come to France, you say, yeah. bonjour, monsieur. And you don't say bonjour. You don't say hello. You say bonjour, monsieur. Bonjour, madame. If you hear, if you see two people, right. you have to say bonjour, madame. Bonjour, monsieur. To both of them. Right. If just one, you say bonjour, monsieur. He's gonna say bonjour, monsieur. And then you sit down and you wait. And you don't. Complain. <laughs> and you don't complain. Don't raise yeah. your hand. Yeah. And then if you come, you say s'il vous plaît. 
Excusez-moi, s'il vous plaît, and then they will come to you. If you're gonna say hi, come, like trust me, I the saw that. Funny thing, yeah. <laughs> this is a little, little, uh, yeah, kind of life hacks for you if you want to get some better service, which is doesn't exist in in France. But when we get, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love it. Okay, so top choice for a famous house guest, and it can be a current or historic figure. Um, oh my God. Oh, wow. Apart from you, obviously, the boyfriend-to-be for Malay. <laughs> uh, I don't know. That's a hard question. Uh, I mean, I... Got to be j maybe. In, j no, actually, that, that guy from Malay. Let's... let's... The guy from Malay. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Is he famous? In certain business, uh, right? Not he's not famous for being celebrity. He's a businessman and business in, in that right. yeah industry. Now he's he's launching an amazing project, and he showed the house that he built. It's incredible. It's so beautiful. Right. And uh, yeah, no, no. I like no, I I. I like everything. I just like the vibe. When you come to little place or big place and you feel that there is so much love, there is so much um, effort put in that place, you know, that makes it cozy and makes it comfortable and makes it beautiful. So it's not about the walls. It's about how much... When it's got put... the soul, isn't it? Yes, it, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So what, the guy, the mysterious guy? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, is it him? Is it him coming to for for a house guest? <laughs> yeah, I mean, why not? <laughs> people are yeah. When when you when you can you know feel yourself being around people and and I love to have guests. I love to have guests. I I love to cook for people. I love to to host. You know, like to be uh, to make them feel comfortable. Do they, do they like you? cooking for them considering you've just learned cooking <laughs> oh, but i learned i have to say better than in restaurants i don't oh. eat in restaurants anymore because i was like oh my god i cook better than there and okay. uh, yeah i have actually i learned how to cook not that i started to cook i learned you i learned, learned in my heart somehow <laughs> yeah i can do really really good meat fish uh anything pasta you know like wow yeah i didn't know have this kind of like talent <laughs> you see the talented person talented in everything so yeah. Oscar Wilde I think said that so there you go but I have to say I thought it was difficult to cook but now since when you start you know like I used to burn everything I start cooking and I forgot I go like somewhere I forget I was like oh my god start burning and I come back it's like everything is burning now I start to be more focused I had ADD I guess before. That's probably what it is. <laughs> and now it's more like I'm more focused I don't forget anything I quit 15 minutes and it's ready it's ready wow wow <laughs> so yes i love to have guests i love to 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 cook for them and maybe one day you come over and i'll cook for you something so you know oh my gosh can you imagine we're, we're gonna do like another episode of the year i used to before covid i used to go to my guests houses and places for the interviews and it took 
much longer, of course, than just to record yeah. it over Zoom. But the chemistry, the connection, the time, yeah. it was just so worth it. It was just so, yeah. so worth it. But now we're in a new format. And to be fair, you know, Monaco is not really next door to London. Although you were so close. <laughs> London was just a couple of years ago. Yeah. How amazing. Okay, so I'm, I'm taking that the, the famous and famous guy from LA. He is the, 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 the health guest to be. Okay. So you, and, and, and the final question, which actually you almost answered, but your dream house and location. I would take two, not one. One. Okay. one would be here in south of France, for sure, with the sea view, of course, uh, with the beautiful garden. Mm -hmm. And another one would be somewhere else, let's say, not in Russia, no, but maybe California. LA, <laughs> no, I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm in Los I've been... Uh, traveling, I've been going there since 2001. And when I landed first time, I was like, oh, wow. There is nothing to see, but I felt like home. Where Somehow, Where? this is my favorite place in Where? the world. In LA? In LA, yeah. How interesting. There is, there is some vibes. There is like different vibes. I love LA uh, so much. So, and I love the, to have a house up the hills. So you look at the Sunset Boulevard and you see, not by the ocean, no. But on the hills, on the I hill, prefer yeah. hills, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, well, we'll hear. Now, now you got us all, you know, me particularly intrigued about the whole LA. When are you going? Have you got the tickets? Hopefully by February I will be there, hopefully. February, that's so long. But you've waited yeah, for five years, so maybe. I'm really excited. <laughs> Let's hope it's not going to be lockdowns anymore, so. Oh, tell me about it. Oh my gosh, I've had the best time ever. Thank you so much for coming onto my podcast. It was so quick, like it was what almost two hours? <gasps> two hours, exactly two no hours. Way. Putting it, yeah. Two oh, hours exactly two hours. Look at that. Very auspicious. Two zero zero four zero. Still still two hours. Yes, it was really nice. Thank you. I hope. I who never seen me and heard me never got harmed but what i was saying or something i was just joking guys <laughs> no i mean whoever hasn't got you know a sense of humor and not an open mind should not be listening to my podcast anyway um, yeah. i think i think wh where you come from is i like you speaking from your heart i like you thinking from your heart as well I, I, a lot of people need to these days to reconnect with just inner selves. And I think COVID to an extent helped people do that. Look inside rather than being very artificial and going through things. What is amazing about you is that, you know, this is the first time I'm speaking to you. And for me, being a person from Russia, you, you extremely well known. You just um, I was completely starstruck when I've just logged in. I was like, oh my God, Victoria Bonia. Uh, <laughs> but you are so relatable. You are so chilled. You're so, you know, you, you're cool. You give time of a day to people, to connecting with people. You're open to new connections. And trust me, like there's so many different levels of importance that people impose on themselves and think so much of themselves. It's unbelievable and it cannot be more off-putting and actually devaluing them that now you've grown in my eyes even bigger. Thanks. So thank you. you.
for being you. Thank because. you for being this. You, now I see you as this. I I, I have this avatar. The, the literally the, the movie, <laughs> the beauty of that world. You know that we've kind of like lived through in this episode as well. And the, the, yeah. the nature that you, you know we we can. You know, I have to I have to just say that all that beauty is located in our souls. I always tell to people, you have entire universe inside of you just have to discover it and open it up and like go and dive don't be scared to 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 get to know yourself and then you know yourself to love yourself appreciate yourself and then share that love and this is such a beautiful message thank you so so much enjoy we now i think everybody will Go sign up, follows Victoria Borne on Instagram. You mainly actually on Instagram. more English content, yeah. <laughs> you should, you should. Because yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, your your English is amazing as well. And it's it's there's you know, the, there's so much value that you give to the Russian subscribers that I feel like you 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 totally yeah, you need you need to um to convert into you know the the English because English people right. want that as well they need it they need it it's right. there's, a, there's a difference in mentality but it's, it's exactly needed. but I have some people who are English speaking they don't understand anything but I can see they watch all stories <laughs> all the time every live video I do they're always there they're always like well hi how are you and I can see the direct messages they just they don't understand anything, but they, they check. But you know what I do when I, I do stories, I write in Russian. So today you can translate it. Everything yeah. I write in the story, I try to write in the stories as well, whatever I was saying there. So yeah. uh, people can get an idea what I was saying there. So it's it makes it easier. But I have to, yes, I know. I promise. Even, but I, yeah. I Maybe I have to. Remember I told you, I promised myself not to push anything not to for push tomorrow, anything. Yeah. today. Yeah. So maybe I have to promise myself to do more English. When I move to LA, I promise you. <laughs> <laughs> is, the, I is, promise. The, is the guy, um, is the guy English speaking or is he, is he Russian? Yes, English speaking, of course. No, no, Oh he's my not gosh. Right. Then you would definitely, yeah. So all the rooting, um, you know, all the, all the English speaking <laughs> subscribers just root for Victoria Bonnie and the infamous LA guy. <laughs> <laughs> and then there will be more English content. <laughs> oh, so beautiful. See. I mean, yeah. whatever's meant to happen will happen, right? Exactly. Yeah. And exactly. It, this this is um I, I I do believe that the right things will come with, with your mindset right. for you. And I wish you from the bottom of my heart. Let's find um, the tree and we will oh share the please. Well. Let's do that. Yeah. Let's do it. Please, please let me know. I'm gonna I'm gonna listen to that book. I'm gonna send you the link for this book. You can you can listen to it like uh, it's yeah. audiobook on, on YouTube. I'm obsessed Just... with like um with all my audiobooks. Ever since I became a mom, it's all I do is audible. Like you almost don't have time to lay down and sit down and read. <laughs> You're gonna love it. You're gonna love the information that you're sharing there. It's unique information, I'm sure you maybe one day you're gonna you're gonna interview the guy who was who wrote the book. There you go. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> it's been absolute pleasure. I could not be happier to talking to you, to getting to know you. Thanks so loads lot. of love to you. Just the same one as you resonate to everyone else. And all the very best. Thanks. I, I'm sending you lots of love. Thank you so much. Thanks for watching. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Beehive Household Podcast. Please don't forget to like, leave your review and share with your friends and family. 
For more information on the design services we offer, visit our website www.natalialloydinteriors.com. You can also find me on Instagram and Facebook under Natalia Lloyd Interiors, as well as on LinkedIn. Bye now, till the next episode. Look after yourselves and your loved ones.